Hey friend, you're listening to the Gracious Warrior Podcast with me, your host, Jodine Barba. If things like aligned prosperity, a healthier body, a calmer mind, and a happier home speak to your heart, you're in the right place. I love reminding people where their true identity comes from and how equipped we actually are to be who God has called us to be with grace and strength. I have something to say and I hope it blesses you. Let's start the conversation. had the most incredible words of encouragement from so many of you over this last week. And I just wanted to say thank you. Your support has blessed me more than you know. My intention with this podcast is to vulnerably share stories of of hope and of encouragement and of strength and of forgiveness so that it blesses you. And I am surrendering all of this to God and letting him go first. I thought I'd start with today's episode sharing a a little story that happened to me in the fourth grade. And you'll understand why in just a moment. But I also just want to preface it by saying, as time goes on with each episode, I'm going to be sharing more vulnerably, not just playground stories of fourth grade. Okay, so fourth grade, I had apparently broken my arm on the playground. And here's how it happened. Uh, there was a piece of the playground equipment that was broken. There was a big, huge net that we used to climb all the way up to the top. And the top of the net was broken. It was like detached somehow. And so I climbed up there, realized it was broken. And before I knew it, I was I fell to the ground, like flipped and fell, kind of landed on my back. Like that hurt. That didn't feel good. But what I did very stubbornly was like, I am not going to let that playground equipment defeat me. There were classmates around me. People were watching. Nobody else was climbing on it, but I was determined to not let it get the best of me. I was determined to make it to the top. So what did I do? I got down at the bottom of the net, started climbing again, got to the exact same spot where it was broken and I fell again, but this time I landed in a slightly different way where I kind of landed on my arm. It knocked the wind out of me and I couldn't even cry because I couldn't breathe. And one of my classmates observed and he said, oh, she's fine. She's just faking it. She's not even really crying because I couldn't cry because I couldn't breathe. And I just remember being so embarrassed. And I look back at that now and that was one of my earliest memories of being so determined to pick myself up and to not just lay there and cry and wait for somebody else to come and rescue me. It was like, no, I'm getting back up. And recess was over. I distinctly remember that it was like the timing was perfect because the teacher blew the whistle. She might have even seen this whole ordeal happen. I don't know. And she blew the whistle. We all lined up, went into the classroom, and then she had us play the game of heads up, seven up, which was typically my favorite game. But I remember laying there, well, I had my head on my desk and, and I was crying and I finally let the tears come And I, cause my shoulder, my arm was really hurting. And the teacher came over to me and she said, do you want to go call your mom? And I was like, yes, I do. I need to go call my mom. So I went into the office and as soon as my mom's voice was on the other end of the phone asking me, what's wrong? Are you okay? I just started sobbing, just started bawling. And the secretary got the phone from me and kind of interpreted to my mom what was going on. And then she came and picked me up. And 
you know, I remember coming back to school the next day wearing a sling. It wasn't a cast or anything. I don't really know the severity of the fracture. It couldn't have been that severe, obviously, because I just went back to school with a with a sling. But I do remember feeling kind of like it was a little badge of honor. Like I I fell and I I did hurt myself and I'm back. And I, I remember that was one of my first memories of realizing just how strong that I can be, that I'm not gonna, going to be the kind of girl that is going to lay there in the middle of the playground crying, waiting for somebody to come and pick me up. By fourth grade, I knew that I had this, this resiliency within me that I was going to be tough and strong and I was never going to give up. And I just want you to think back to one of your first memories where you realized one of your strengths because that's still in you today. You still have it in you. And it started when you were really young. And what I've discovered is that this strength of resiliency and um, the desire to not give up and to not let something get the best of me, that I'm going to pick myself up and I'm going to keep climbing, that that is also one of my weaknesses. Like I can be so stubborn about something sometimes. And I just want to take things in my own hands and just run with it and kind of force it. Even when it's like, no, it's, it's time to stop. It's not something that you should be climbing on anymore. <laughs> you should stop climbing on the broken net. And so sometimes that strength of resiliency can actually be a definite area of weakness for myself. And I'm sure you can relate. You can think to some sort of character trait that you have that is a strength of yours that can also maybe sometimes be a weakness. And what I found is that we all have some sort of a strength that that gets us in the arena. And that's the kind of life that I want to live, especially after 2017, when I almost lost my life. I made a decision that like, I am not going to just let life pass me by, that I am, I'm going to get in the arena. And that's the whole reason why I started this podcast like one of the reasons um, is that I want to be an inspiration to other people to, to get up and play the game of life full out, leave nothing on the table. Even when you're afraid, even when you're scared, just ask God to go before you. And I think it's important to remember who we are, who God designed us to be. What are our positive character traits? What are our strengths that God has given us. And rather than focusing on our weaknesses or the things that we're, we're lacking, I think so often, you know, you've heard of imposter syndrome or imposter phenomenon, like it's doubting our own strengths, doubting our own abilities. It's because we're looking for the approval and the acceptance and the belonging from other people, that we're looking for our worth in our identity to be who the world says that we are rather than from God, because we're, it's, we're never going to be enough for people in the world. We're never, ever going to be enough. You know, there's that, and I'm guilty of it. I used to say it all the time. You're enough. You are enough. Well, I'm not, I'm going to tell you right now, I disagree with that statement and that might be contrary to popular belief, but I don't think we are enough. 
I'm not enough. I know that on my own, I am not enough, especially if I'm putting my identity and my hope and my worthiness and everything into what other people say about me, waiting for their approval. Oh my goodness, I'll never be enough. And that's that has held me back so much in my life is waiting for the approval of other people, waiting for a mentor or a parent or a friend to say, it's time, go do it, go do what you're called to do. Yes, now's the time. Yes, you're ready. Like y'all, I, I wasted so many years waiting for that approval. It was like, I was just like this racehorse ready to go. I'm ready to go. Tell me when, tell me when, tell me when. But it's just like, it never happened because I wasn't trusting that, that God's telling me it's time to go. And it's not like this yell in your ear, you know, it's not like God yelling at you, go, it's your time to go. It's this gentle, quiet whisper of, and you know, you know, when you hear that whisper and it, it's sometimes so quiet that you have to quiet the sound of the world in order to hear it. And when you hear it, you know, and it's that worthiness and that ability doesn't come from me, my own self. It doesn't come from the world. It comes from God. So I just wanted to remind you of that, that um, knowing where your worth comes from and not seeking the approval of other people before you finally move forward in your life. So let's say that, you know, you, you have moved forward in your life and you've, you've done big things. We've all, we all, if you dig deep, maybe you're at a moment in time where maybe you're not feeling it so much, or maybe you're at the top of the mountain where you're absolutely feeling it, where you're like, yeah, I've accomplished some great things. Or maybe you're second guessing yourself and you're like, it's been years since I've accomplished anything great. I get, I understand. Sometimes it's, it's a feat in itself just to keep going, putting one foot in front of the other. And I understand that too. The last several years have been really hard on all of us. So sometimes it's just a matter of just getting back up and persevering and keep, keep going. But when we try to do it all on our own and our own human strength and will, oh, it's exhausting friend. So just lean on God, let him be your strength. Like whenever I surrender everything over to him it's just this weight is lifted and it's like, okay, my strength absolutely comes from him. And yeah. Also, I wanted to say, so you have, let's say you're looking back on the things that you've accomplished, even, you know, maybe you're a mom, maybe you're homeschooling the kids. Maybe you're, um, you've achieved some success in your career. And, you know, I think it's from Luke 12, 1248, I think, from the Bible that is basically saying to whom much is given, much is expected. And that's a, that's a lot, you know, it's sometimes can feel really scary to think about, do I, have I done enough? Have I, the things that I have accomplished, have I done enough? Have I given enough? Because whom much is given, much is expected you know, we all have blessings. We have things to be thankful for, you know, but there's that question of like, have I done enough? And my opinion of myself is no, I haven't. And that's part of the reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I am not going to, to 
wait for the world to tell me to go. And I'm also not going to be afraid of what is expected to me when I am obedient. I'm going to take it one day at a time, one week at a time. I'm just going to let God go first and I'm following him because so often in my life, and maybe you can relate to this too, I go first and I'm like, okay, God's pointed me in this direction. Here's what we're going to do. This is how it's going to go. And I'm just like, I am can very easily just plow forward. And next thing I know, I'm looking around, I'm like, wait, where's God? And I don't want to make that mistake. I want, I want him. I'm asking him. I'm surrendered to him to go before me. Let him light the path. Let him show me the way. And I'm not going to just sit there and wait, wait for, okay, well, God's in charge. You know, it's, this is a conversation I had with a, a friend of mine. I love bouncing ideas off of her and we have really great spiritual conversation. It's just so, so amazing. I love those, those deep conversations where we can grow spiritually together. And I was talking to her about my podcast and, you know, the statement of designing a life of eternal impact. That's my, that's what I want to do. I want to do stuff in my life that has eternal impact, not just for today's world and getting accolades and achievements or whatever for today's world. Like, that's not what I want. I, I want to, and I'm choosing to live my life designing it for eternal impact. And so we were talking about that and it's like, yeah, but am I designing it that, or like, does that feel that it's me deciding, me choosing or does that mean that God's going before me? And the way that I, the way that I see that quote of designing a life of, a life of eternal impact is that God's going, he's leading the way, he's opening doors, he's, he's speaking to my heart, but I still have to be an active participant. I still get to design and create and, you know, imitating my creator. We have, we are made in the image of God and he's a creator. We're creators too. And so we get to design and create. And sometimes we can get ahead of ourselves with that. But I'm choosing to to design a life of eternal impact with God going first. So I love those kind of conversations. And that's part of the reason why I'm so excited about this podcast is that I get to grow out loud. Um, you're gonna you're gonna see real time changes within me. I'm gonna say things that are that are you know, maybe six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, I'll look back. If I ever were to listen to these episodes again, I may feel like I can't even relate to that person anymore. Like that doesn't, you know, we're going to grow spiritually and emotionally. And then we can look back and be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I've really grown from, from who I was when I recorded that episode back in 2023. So that is one of the things that's held me back in life is like, oh, but I don't want to, I don't want to do this and then look back and be embarrassed of what it, but that's part of the process, friend. That's like, and I'm again, speaking to myself right here is that that is part of the process. I saw a meme recently and I actually shared it on my Instagram stories because it just made me laugh. It's like, there's nobody that I can not relate to more than the person that put that then the person that posted my Facebook statuses in 2008 or something that went something like that. And I was like, yeah, or 2021. Like I look back on some of the stuff that I said, even in 2021, even last year at this time, some of the things, my posts and, 
oh man, it's like, I can't even relate to that person. Like, who even are you? Because I have changed so much. In a lot of ways, I've changed, I've grown, I've matured. But yet also, I feel like I've returned to me, to who who I've always been. And I think it's really easy to lose ourselves in life, you know? Oh, that is the enemy's plan. That's what he wants to do. He wants to derail us. He wants to distract us like never before. He wants to, to destroy families. He wants us to feel alone and ill-equipped. He wants us to just stay in the pit. And he does not want us to let God go first and let God be our strength and let God be the reason why we are enough. And I, spiritual warfare is such such a big, um, I don't want to say focus, but awareness. It's an awareness that I have so much in my life right now. And it's all around us. This, the spiritual warfare is all around us. I mean, it's like hidden forces. We don't even know what's going on, but you know, behind the scenes is like our eyes aren't opened up to these other, okay, maybe I'm getting really out there for you, but like, I believe that there's other like dimensions out there that we can't like spiritual dimensions that we as human beings aren't able to see. And I think that's for our own protection, but knowing that that stuff is going on all around us and, and praying for, for God to, and just declaring Jesus over our life and the lives of people that we love to, to protect us from the evil forces that are out there. So Sometimes there's things that are going on. It's like, wow, what happened? What happened to that beautiful person that had so much going for them? What happened? You notice as we get older, it's like we we all know people who had so much going for them in high school or elementary school. And it's like you reconnect with them or you hear what's going on in their lives now. It's like, what happened? And it's just, it's the enemy's plan. And so that's my, that's my hope is that, you know, you remember every single day to declare Jesus, the Lord of your life. And, um, so you can, you can, you can ask that question, what happened to me and how am I going to move forward from that? How am I going to let God take something that's so broken and turn it into something that's so beautiful? Am I going to let what has happened to me, who has wronged me, who has hurt me, who has neglected me, whatever the case may be, is that going to be an excuse for me to not move forward? Or is that going to be my new purpose to move forward in spite of that, in spite of what has happened and use it for God's glory? Like that is, that is what I, that is what I'm going for. That is what I want to do. And just here's my disclaimer. I am not going to do this well but I'm going to do this real and I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to be honest and I'm going to share painful stories and, and my own decisions in my life that have, have not served me well. But I'll tell you, I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to say this, that God will use every single part of our life for his glory and his good, even the smallest little thing. And there's, I, Again, that's another story for another time about what happened to me when I almost died in 2017. But I will tell you that there is no 
there's no shame. Um, God loves us no matter what. But I also know, I know that even this, the smallest thing that we've done to the largest, biggest mistakes, we know what they are. We all have sin. We've all made big mistakes. And um, God will use that. He will use that for our, for our life's purpose. He will, he will, we can mess up in the biggest way. And he can take what is broken and turn it into something good. There will be nothing wasted nothing wasted everything i've i just recently had a reconnection with an old friend and it's like wow someday you'll you'll get to hear the whole story i can't wait to have this person as a guest on my podcast it's you're going to be so blessed by it but it was we were having a conversation about how how beautiful it is that we've reconnected and how what was seemingly such a, a minor moment in time, it was literally just a matter of seconds where this was five years ago or so, where it was like so obvious that the Holy Spirit was present during our conversation. And then we, you know, lost contact and then just reconnected last week. And it's like, oh man, God has brought like us in each other's lives for a great big reason we don't even know what it is yet but it's incredible like that that little moment in time where it was like God was working on our life and there was so much that I was going through at my time at that time in my life where it was I was I was a mess I was a mess and the fact that God is able to use that broken mess for his glory and his purpose. It's just, it's incredible. And I do also want to say this, that it's not all about your accolades or your successes or your titles or, you know, it's like that stuff just like disintegrates. It's really like whatever plaque or medal you've earned, you're not taking it with you. You're not taking that, that earthly um, success with you in, in, you know, in our eternal life. It's not, it's not going with you, friend. So, but having, restoring relationships, asking for forgiveness. And I, I have a lot of work to do that with that. There are a few people that are really, have been very, very heavy on my mind the last several weeks where I'm like, I, I need to make amends with that person. It's about relationship and, um, loving each other as Christ loves us. And, it's the treasures in heaven are going to be so much more than whatever sort of treasures we have here on earth. So I hope that encourages you and just know that every little morsel of your broken story, where anything that has happened to you, God will make sure he promises that it will actually happen for you. It will be used for his glory and his good. So I can't believe I've been talking for 28 minutes. Oh my word. Okay. I am going to end this and I am just going to say thank you for being here. And I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Gracious Warrior Podcast. And if you feel led, I'd love if you could leave a review or rate this podcast. It would mean the world to me. 
Take care. God bless. And until next time.